0: Southern United talk down on podcast. It's the Southern Podcast. And there it is.
2: Saturn United have the GM Vauxhall conference
3: and put down first division Coventry City, winners of the FA Cup themselves, less than two years ago. And what a moment to enjoy for the fans of this Surrey side. They've had their moments before, but never won like this. But the whistle goes now.
2: You for Sutton United, Sutton United and the National League are through to the last 16 of the FA Cup. No longer English football's perennial non-league club. A 123-year crescendo reaches a new peak for Sutton United,
0: who are promoted to the Football League. Hello and welcome to another episode of Sunday United Talk Time on podcast. It's the Sunday service and joining me today is welcome back to Paul Darby. Hello, Paul. Hi, Mike. Hi, yeah. And a longer welcome back to Johnny, who was actually in the first incarnation of this podcast three years ago, was the first guest. I looked it up earlier, it was almost 1,500 days ago. Hello, Johnny. How are you? Hi, Mike. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Good, good, good. So... Lots of things have happened since we last spoke, Johnny. <laughs> but we just want to sort of mention uh, most people will know. Um, I tried to dig out my copy to have a couple of quotes, but I can't find my copy of your book that you wrote. Um, how, how did that go for you?
3: Yeah, it's so I haven't really got um, a figure on sales or anything, but I'm I say I've, I'm more happy just to have done it for some of the comments I've had, the feedback, and for people to to get to reflect on, on the FA Cup run. Like I wrote it. Um, after my first year of university, I'd finished my exams. and I had nothing to do, and basically just thought, right, I'm going to write about RFA Cup run because, like, why not? It was it was a good thing to remember. Never thought I'd get it published. Um, that was never really the plan. Um, yeah, one thing led to another. It obviously came out in November 2019, I think, and it's it's just been great. To have yeah, to have to have had comments saying, oh, I, I, I read it back the other day and remembered you know, the Leeds game, the Arsenal game, the Wimbledon game and it. It it was my sort of unique perspective on it, but um, mm-hmm. obviously we, we were watching the same games, the same events and it's it's great to just be able to look back and and reflect on it, I suppose.
0: Yeah, I, I saw um, was it Jackie Oatley a, yeah, couple, yeah. a couple of weeks ago now um, re-mentioned it. I was like, oh god, yeah. Okay. yeah. So that, yeah. that was a nice little pick-up again. Um, so mm-hmm. when's the audio book coming out of it? I oh, <laughs> I, wish it, <laughs> I wish it was doing that well. <laughs> um So just on to the game, again, these are coming out thick and fast. I don't know how many of these you've listened to, but um, a few last few weeks, obviously we have been mentioning the, um, the, the atmosphere, the noise, um, which you guys have to take a lot of, um, credit for, Uh, I was going to say responsibility. (laughs) no (laughs) credit. Um, So Paul, you kind of stand near, nearish me, didn't you? On the the open curver. Um, how, how do we get more of us to to join in johnny because people like me stand there watching yeah. the game and often we will be like oh it's a bit flat today mm. but how can you could, how, how can we make me shift my ass over there and, and join <laughs> in
3: this is a good question I, I think we we probably do have one of the quietest home grounds in the division um mm-hmm. always has been that way we, we've come from what 500 fans five like six I, years I, ago to, I, I looked it up actually
0: with the with the FA Cup si- ticket sales sorry I didn't to jump in but the FA Cup ticket sales I looked it up 10 years ago it was 508 was our average and 840 mm. was our highest in that season yeah um, and yeah. we've sold now over eleven thousand tickets so yeah we mm. are always quiet but sorry get jump on
3: <laughs> yeah so I think I think it's part of it, it's just adapting you've got the the core of me I've been going since 2005 I think it was my first game um, a few of the other younger guys you consider the vocal group maybe 20 of us who have been going regularly there's a lot of other people that stand near us now who don't really know um which is fine and it's great to get to know new people um i, I think i think part of it is there's been i guess there's been issues there was the forest green game and there are a couple of people we didn't know um older folks um, i think generally the the stereotype is that it's the younger fans that cause trouble, which has sometimes been the case, but not always.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And I, I think it's quite understandable that some people might not want to, to stand near what they perceive would be aggression, trouble. I, I'd say that it's not like that 99% of the time. So if there is anyone having doubts over that, you um, would generally be fine. And you'd, you'd get anyone who's being out of order will, will say often get called out. Sometimes not, obviously not the case in for a screen game, unfortunately. Um, but the, most of the time it's the, the bad things you might think you have in the area aren't really there. So mm-hmm. if, if people are put off by fears of what might be, then tr- t- I'd say, try not to worry about that. Um, let try it for yourself. I'd say <laughs> in terms of, yeah, getting a, a, a wider atmosphere underground, I think it's something that will come naturally over time as people get more used to, to having that noisy group. I think it was louder yesterday. More people were joining in the songs. Uh,
0: <laughs> Definitely. Was- and more, and again, this is going kind to of sound patronising, and I hope you realise it's not. It was more of you guys' influence yesterday because you could hear it was more Sutton mm. songs, not the normal like TikTok, YouTube <laughs> copies, um if you mm. like. So um, there was definitely a, a, a more of an influence from from sort of <clears throat> the older youth, yeah. <laughs> if, yeah, if you like. um but, but we we have the issue of obviously as I say, we're mostly slightly older um but we've got no there's no cover on the perva or yeah or the other side as well which if there is ever any noise it kind of just disappears off into the into the sky
2: yeah it's probably a tough ground to actually if everyone's seen it, it's probably still a tough ground to um just really contain that noise isn't it i
0: mean i, I think you guys are doing yourself
2: a bit of a service i mean as um uh, i said on previous podcasts i started going regularly 2018 And with my son, and we'd go down the side. We were at the side, and then uh, when we fancied a sing song, we'd come around the back, and it was great actually. The atmosphere was good. It was there was plenty of um, singing going on. Really noticed it this year though that how quiet it was. I think this year has been noticeably quieter. Last um, yesterday, yeah, is it yesterday? Yeah, yeah, yesterday. It was, um, yeah, it it was noisy again, wasn't it? And um, um, so yeah, it's it's so hard, isn't it? How how because you don't want. You don't want it too forced, do you? We don't want, we don't want no. drums out and um, getting no. out and, no. and all that kind of Absolutely thing, it, it, <laughs> it needs to be organic and um, but it, even on the curve yesterday there was definitely some singing going on on the yeah. curve. so um, yeah I think it'll just come with time and um, um, a couple of decent stands might <laughs> might do the uh, <laughs> trick, we'll get a bit jealous of the new one there because that tram may make quite a bit of noise because, and with that roof didn't they yeah and I, don't, I don't think they were particularly any noisier than any other away fan but that, mm. that roof definitely carried it a little bit so
0: yeah i think Gabriel was on a, a week or so back and he kind of pointed out that obviously with the growth of the fans there's a lot of people who don't um get Sutton yet they're coming along obviously but they don't they, they haven't organically got those those, those, those good things like obviously we know when dundo comes on it's dundo 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 and all that yeah. people don't know this stuff so they'll they'll get their own as, as we go along. Um, but yeah, he's, he's and I'm going to hold my hands up. He's, he's people like me who will just literally stand there, and watch, and then go, "Oh, we're a bit quiet today, and not um, really connect with that." I should be doing something about this bit quiet uh, as well.
2: What is noticeable, Mike, is the is is the age of some of the crowd behind the uh, behind the goal for that. So they're mm. really really young, aren't they? So I guess there's something there about Johnny and that slightly older group there who mm. who take the reins and uh, and because they that. They're the guys that these guys are going to copy and take the songs forward, really.
0: Mm. Yeah, but no, yesterday was was brilliant. Yeah, it was um, good wasn't it. I, 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 as I say, I hold my hands up. One of the quietest people in 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 the whole ground, even away games. I even at the Wigan game, I was sitting there and I was like, "Oh, this is really great." And I was like, "Did you actually join in the of that?" I don't know, but um, but no, it's, it's 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 superb. But so, how have you been feeling this season, Johnny? You you get to the away's. All of them now, or yeah, yeah, still yeah.
3: on, still on course for the full forty-six yeah. this season. Excellent. Um, so, yeah, just just trying to enjoy it. Really, um, like it's yeah, it, it's incredible to be where we are. Like I, I'd have taken it at the start of the season. I, I remember I, I got very drunk after the Barnet match, and I was telling everyone we'd get promoted um, before we <laughs> before we got relegated again. Not wondering how much I, I believed it myself, and then we <laughs> ended up in the automatic promotion spots a few times this season. And I'm like, oh, this would be an incredible call, wouldn't it? Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah, just 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 trying to enjoy every game. It's horrendous cliche, so apologies for that. <laughs> um, it is just yeah, getting my head around the fact we will definitely still be. I'm still getting my head around the fact that we're in League mm-hmm. Two in the first place. We'll definitely still be a football league club next season. We could even go up again for <laughs> at Wembley. It's just hard to put into words, really. But um, yeah, certainly, certainly a good thing. Yeah, I'm I. Probably- volume two of the book, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you don't know, don't know when to like yeah, you don't know when to stop and start writing again. Do you? So you get promoted to League One? Do you stop there? Wembley? Do you stop there? Like, where's it going to end up? So, that's <laughs> that's what story. I
0: said to that um, that Ed chap who was on a couple of weeks ago the, the new club development. He said, "Oh, we should really enjoy and cherish these moments." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, we need a little bit of breathing space to understand this was a moment because we're constantly getting them now." I was like, "Whoa, stop, yeah. stop!" Um, but I did see one. I can't remember who wrote it, but it was one and it made me chuckle because it was a proper pessimistic something mm-hmm. thing of. Well, let's hope we get promotion because that will guarantee us at least three seasons in the football league. <laughs> it's just brilliant. Yeah, we'll go up because we can then make sure we can come down twice. Um, but, yeah, it's just – it's insane. And that's one of the worries I had about the, the Wembley – not worry, that's the wrong thing, but – about Wembley. And I'm glad it's happened the way the way it's happened because I did kind of think – I know lots and lots of people want to come to Wembley. I know personally about 30 people are jumping on to come to Wembley. And, yes, I love them. I think they're all great, friends and family – but I didn't want to be surrounded by them If oh, when we're at Wembley or if we, we score, if we win. I wanted to see these faces that have been to Margate. And I keep picking on Margate. I'm really sorry, Margate. <laughs> but th- those kind of clubs that I've, I've seen these faces, there, and I want to see you guys coming out of Wembley going, what the hell is going on? Um, were, you, were you similar or did you just not care
3: where we were going to be? Um, so I organised with loads of mates to, we're all in one, I think I put this on Twitter, we're in 110, yeah, 110, yeah. 110 111, uh, there's a few in 109 as well. So yeah, that, that extra day for season ticket holders was great and it meant that we could all um, get in together where we wanted to be set. I don't know if it was the same for, for you, Mike, and for you, Paul, as
0: well. All right. I left them. I told all my lot where they could buy the tickets and let them buy their own because I'm coming in yeah. with everyone else. I'm like, oh, yeah, here's me buy the tickets. Choose wherever you like. Bye bye. <laughs> I'm, I'm a selfish bastard. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, fair enough. Fair enough.
3: Yeah, Paul, where are you? Are you?
2: Uh, I think I mean, I'm in 111. I think. Uh, yeah. 111. Yeah, yeah. So uh, and I uh, yeah, the season ticket thing was a nice uh, nice early touch, wasn't it? And then uh, yeah. I got enough tickets to uh, look after a few people as well. So uh, so yeah, got a group of us together and absolutely yeah trying to work out where, when we're going to start it. Um, uh, the hour's
0: got AM on it, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, I think I was speaking to Andy and he said he's going to find out when the doors open and he will be there going in to sit down in Wembley and just say that every second, two hours before kickoff, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I think a lot of people begin getting there nice and early. And
2: what's the last number we saw? Was it 10,000 was the last number we saw? Or?
0: No, it was 11 yeah, yeah. Yes morning they were talking about so I would imagine there's a few more um there's going to be a few people who didn't think of this I think Stuart put it on the forum As does everyone have access to print off their tickets mm-hmm. um because there'll be a lot of people who's, who's managed to buy it but a lot of people don't have printers anymore I, yeah I, I have one but i barely print anything so yeah they don't, they don't do
3: electronic ticket service do they they, is... they should they should work for i go and watch england at wembley quite a lot oh, right. similar not the same ticketing system so i don't take my word for it but um you're meant to print off the england tickets to print at home i mm. generally have the qr code on my phone and it is fine right. whether can... or not it will be the same for this i don't know um it's probably worth asking someone yeah. Um, from Ticketmaster, if you're in that situation, but I, I think the, the chances are that it will work, and I, I do that for England all the time.
0: So. God, no. Right. So this this quickly have a little chat about Tranmere. Mm. Um, good news <laughs> when the lineup came out, it was oh a few players are back. Um, obviously we would lost we lost Will, and then we gained back Dino, Kenny, and Eastie. Um. So feeling a little bit confident before kickoff, or was it still we're still, we, I mean we are still short. <laughs> but um, how how were we feeling before kickoff, Paul? If you go first, I mean it's a a nice positive spin, Mike. But there was also two goalies
2: on the uh, on the bench as well, wasn't there? No, there was definitely a, yeah. Obviously Eastie was uh, crucial in there, and um, and it, it was definitely um, uh, stronger. Um, and um, I, I thought it'd be tough though. You know it, it was. It was, you know, Tramie had a decent run, haven't they? They're up there, and they've had some new signings, and um, so, um, I, you know, I did, I did sense uh, a draw, but um, and then, the, and then the weather took over, really, didn't it? The weather was such mm. a was such a big uh, was such a big factor that then um, all bets were off in terms of how you think thought the game might play out. But um, yeah, with the um, with the team that we had out, but you know, every time a te- every time we put a team out, they step up, don't they? It's astonishing to see, absolutely astonishing. That we shouldn't lose sight of that. But um, but yeah, it's um, it's still a pretty beaten up team. But there was
3: um, there was enough in there that we thought we could mix it up, and we and we did, didn't we?
0: Yeah. And Johnny, what were you? Hmm.
3: Yeah, I agree with Paul. Whatever team we we have out would we'll always seem to compete. I I never thought even at Swindon, where like, all sort of logic, you would think, oh, we're going to get absolutely <laughs> hammered here. There's still <coughs> always part of me that thinks we can get a result. I, I'd have taken a draw at the start of the day, um, to be honest. Certainly um, after the, yeah, the players that we had out at Swindon, it's good to get a few players back. Still a long way to go. We were trying to work out at Swindon if we could name an entire team of injured players. Um,
0: very close. We got
3: to yeah, we, we got very to. Um, I think it was to ten of, of what would 10. have been a good eleven. We were just yeah. missing a winger.
0: <laughs> yeah, we had no wingers. That, that's exactly where I got no wingers at all. But we had a, a good a good ten possibly have played on the pitch at the same time as well at some point this season.
3: Yeah, yeah. So it's it's good to, like, I think it, it it wasn't like a must-win game at all. I, I think it was important not to lose it mm-hmm. um, given the, the situation with the league table. Um. So yeah, we would have taken a point. Um. Hopefully we can start to get a few more back. I know Matt was saying none of them are particularly long-term injuries. So there's this mm-hmm. sort of silver lining with the cloud. Um, we're going to need all the bodies back um, with the running, but... Yeah, fingers crossed.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And a quick word on on Adam. Uh, chucked in, uh, called back from Tombridge. Two two steps below, chucked into the team. Um, from what yeah. I've seen and heard, hasn't 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 put a foot wrong. It's just next so man I mean, up,
2: isn't it? Just next man up all the time. It's fantastic. to yeah. see. and he's played yeah. two games there. Not didn't look out of his depth. Um, and hearing him on the uh, interview uh, yesterday on the SU. Uh, see hmm. TV yeah he just uh yeah just sounds like such a sound lad doesn't he and ready to step up and um, and do a um, shift for us He's just amazing
0: would it, i mean to be fair him stepping up like that you would have if he had made some horrendous mistakes it would have been forgiven but there was nothing there was just, yeah. just done nothing all right nothing spectacular i mean his shot <laughs> kind of, could have been wonderful goal, Um but he's, he's done nothing wrong, nothing, so yeah, brilliant, um, I thought. Another, hopefully a place like for Matt, another heck of a problem for Matt to so be like, oh, do I stick with the shirt, do I go with the, 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 the next best player? Um And who, who else for you kind of stood out? Because I, I, I do uh, the Player of the Day nominations, so who stood out for you guys, if I could a couple of names I'd like to have four Ben luck
3: really easy choice um, right
0: yeah <laughs> I'm gonna tell you now Ben and Omar It's getting boring um, <laughs> it's fine it's perfectly fine but I think Larry I think they've been in every single vote so far oh, yeah. Uh, yeah
3: understandably I, I think Ben's probably player of the season I was chatting about this with my flatmate the other day he's we were just thinking when was the last time not even had a bad game just made a mistake Hmm. Like, you can't think, can you? He's it, it, just been so good, so solid, ever present all season. I mean, he's like two years younger than me as well, which is <laughs> sort of weird. But, <laughs> um... was,
0: there was one yesterday where he, he went to clear it and he just booted it straight up in the air. But then I think he won the header from his own yeah. clearance. Yeah, <laughs> so it's so all right. Yeah. You redeemed <laughs> yourself with that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's extraordinary. He's extraordinary. Yeah, I, I, I echo
2: Johnny on that score. You know, Daddy's just been immense, hasn't he? Absolutely immense. I mean, I never loses a header. Just his positioning, uh, I mean, and, and specifically yesterday, that last-minute clearance, um, mm-hmm. when they looked as though they were on goal and uh, going to get an, a winner at the last minute, no, uh, I agree. For me, he would be player of the season, and he was certainly um, M.O.M. for me yesterday. But if you want another name, uh, Mike, mm-hmm. I'll, uh, probably Eastie, probably, yeah. in there, for, for just, you know, just that the usual stuff he does, doesn't it? It's just that mm-hmm. quality in the middle.
0: Yeah, and anyone else? We're going to need one more. Who else stood out for you guys? I've got Ben, Omar, and Easty. Tough one.
3: Yeah. Um, of the, the rest of the team. Do
0: you know what? I'm going to stick Adam in? Sorry. Oh, yeah, I stick Adam in. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Yeah. I mean, Dino did all right, but I think he. Um, for me, some of his kicking, like to so the first, in the second half, his first kick, I let that go because he obviously had to see how the wind was swirling. Then he lowered it down a little bit and it's like okay he's got this and then he's just started lumping it high into the wind again um which i was like why, why, why are we doing that it's just literally coming back at us but i mean it was difficult conditions for, tough gig, wasn't it uh, yeah yeah, yeah it, was, it wasn't just
2: windy was it it was gusting and
0: it was swirling as well yeah it was, it just yeah. It was one of them i'm sure went up past the halfway line swung backwards and then went back over the halfway line again it was just just really really weird, weird conditions um, but yeah, a, a point against trying you're not going to argue against, um, especially after losing the last two games, especially with the, the, the injuries that we've had. Um, you're, you're absolutely not going to not going to argue against that. Although I have to say, when the three minutes went up, I did put a sneaky little tiny bet on something nicking, <laughs> nicking a winner because I thought this group even, even against Swindon was it Swindon or or Water where Richie had that last minute header. I was like, Walsall, w- yeah. we're, we're gonna we're gonna nick something here. Yeah? <laughs> we're gonna do something. Um, but but still it's it's a struggle and um, we've all kind of said at various times take anything in the season um, but I did notice yesterday sort of almost at the point we've become safe where we've got to 48 points in 10 games since we've only got 10 points and lots and lots of circumstances beyond that um well is it going to be a disappointment if we kind of limp towards the finish line, or are we still going to be on that positive spin? Because if we were struggling all season, and got up to twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth, we'd be delighted. Uh, because we've been in the playoffs position for so long. If we kind of start slipping out towards indecision, it's going to be it's going to be a little tiny bit of disappointment, is there?
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I think it will um, because we've got this natural thing with Sutton of like we've oh, years I've been watching this play. We've been a non-league team and and we're, we're happy to be here sort of thing but equally like the players the team was good enough to get promoted this season like we've probably been one of the best teams like in the league injuries at times have, have gotten way. We, we probably don't get the credit we deserve I think we should be getting in the in the playoffs it's not um that's not criticism of the players if we don't like some of the injury problems mm. we've got now but I think they'll be looking at it and, and thinking yeah we're we're good enough to to do this and i think it, that will be the frustration if we don't make the playoffs i think maybe you could look at the, the papa johns trophy run and think if we hadn't uh, i'm not complaining about getting to him, but you don't get me wrong if we hadn't had that cut run maybe we wouldn't have had so many injuries maybe we'd be you know higher up the league it, it's guesswork i suppose but I, I think there'll be that sense of disappointment in that we are probably good enough to to do it and yeah that would yeah. be the
2: yeah and if you're uh, looking at
3: the uh running i mean we've got this
2: some very beatable teams isn't there, isn't there? There's a few teams mm-hmm. already that are like mid-table and haven't got much to play for, which helps. There is a couple of tough ones in the in that playoffs space, but actually if we win those, then that knocks them, you know, they are six pointers and that'd be really handy. Uh, my, your, I thought your point was interesting, Mike, in terms of that ten points. Uh, for me the line was the January transfer window that since mm-hmm. then and there was no doubt that some of these teams really did strengthen and threw some bodies at it. Some of them didn't gel, but some of these teams did and you can see them Making a run at it, uh, Paul Vale Mansfield, um, uh, there was others. There, Bristol Ro- right? Bristol Rovers oh, was a big one, yeah. isn't it? So I think, yeah. um, and I do get it. You know why we didn't. Uh, there was a couple, many reasons why we didn't throw money at it, wasn't it? Or because we haven't got any. But also, <laughs> but also that that team, that team ethic they have got going there. Why 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 break? Yeah. why fix something that's not broken? It was. Um, so, but yeah, but I did. But it did feel as though uh, that January mark made since then it's got a lot harder with some of these teams making a tilt at the playoffs with extra bodies.
0: Yeah I think also that that, that did coincide with we kind of let Toby go because he wasn't getting any any games with us and that's 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 kind of a fair thing to do Um but then pretty much days after that was that was allowed um, Isaac got injured Yeah, and um that was just really bad timing. I, there's only been a couple of games really when you can look at the games that we could say, all right, yes, fair enough, we've got be there. But most of the other games like, oh, just if only we were just unlucky with just lots and lots of things with injuries and so on. It's the same for other teams, obviously they get injuries for the season, but there's been no there been very few games that we kind of come away going, Yeah, we, we deserved everything we got there. Um so yeah, I mean and I have to say, obviously I didn't ever know a lot about League Two, but there are some awful teams in this, in this division. Um, you well, could almost look at our, us and if we don't strengthen for five years, we'd probably still be safe because some of the teams <laughs> are absolutely shocking. But um, it's, it's weird to say that because they're big, big clubs. The National um, League
2: does feel stronger, doesn't it? Uh, weighing up the two, it, did, it,
0: yeah. it felt to me de- anyway de-
2: that National League was, um, in many
0: respects, stronger. Definitely. But I still cling to that little bit of hope that we still can make the playoffs and get promoted especially as Wimbledon look like they're in big trouble and yeah. I would quite like to pass Wimbledon it would <laughs> I know I'd <laughs> like to play them but I'd like to pass them as well <laughs> just, yeah, just yeah just just for the fun that'll do and um, but on to Oldham um they had a little bit of a, a bounce from the new manager that does seem to have run its course a little bit now uh, so what what are we what are we thinking? Against Oldham, how it, how it depends on bodies, obviously. But how how we looking for? I've been, I said to Tommy earlier on, um which I'll cut into that interview shortly. But I said to him earlier on, um had we played them in January, it was almost a guaranteed three points of the way we were playing and the way yeah. they were playing at the time. Um, but what do we think about it now, Johnny?
3: Yeah, I think I think we've got to be looking to win it um against one of the teams at the bottom of the league it was frustrating I, I traveled up there in january and we, we got there and our supporters coach arrived just as they called the game off and it, there was plenty of stories of the, the decision being questionable i mean it hadn't rained since about 11 o'clock it was bright sunshine for the two hours before they'd made the decision so that was annoying um it's another sort of two days holiday off work which i could do without traveling up there mm-hmm. it would just be nice to get you know to get something out of it. To have, to get the win and be like, well, we've had all this travel chaos and all the rest of it, but yeah, well, at least we get the result. Um, if we lose, it will be a very long journey home. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I seem to think of everything in the the circumstances around the game rather than the actual team we put out. <laughs> My whole mindset is based around the everything else. <laughs> but um, yeah, even, even with the team that we have, I think we should definitely be, be looking at winning. It won't be easy. Like you say, they've improved a fair bit since they got the new manager, and they brought some players in in January as well. I think so tough one, and there's there's never an easy game, certainly away from home. Another another shocking cliche there for you, but um, yeah, I think I think I'll be disappointed with anything with anything other than the win.
0: Perfect, perfect. Paul, what do you think?
3: Yeah, no, very similar. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They're um, you know they have
2: strengthened, they have had a little bump, but they're still second from bottom. And actually, they had they had a little bit of a run at it, but then um, I think they. Um, they uh they, they've lost a few as well haven't they and they're still down there mm. um, and uh, we we owe them for the postponement i think we owe them for the that uh, was it the first game of the season or was it the
0: its first home game it was the first
2: home game wasn't yeah. it yeah we, we were all
0: over it we, them, weren't we, we had it yeah we had a collective on the 85th or fourth minute we suddenly was like oh my god we're gonna win our first home efl match That's and cool. then and then panicked um players the staff everyone just the fans Everyone was like ah and then they scored twice um but funny enough that game was it kind of came on that run where we just just things weren't getting going for us um and as we were leaving um brilliantly with the segregation all their fans come through the park and all of our loads of our lot walk through the park and we all meet in the park um, but they were just going, you lot will be absolutely fine. They, they, you... So this was early in the season. We were quite yeah. down there. And they were just like, you will be fine this season. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. It's like, really? <laughs> How can yeah. you say that to us after we just thrown away a win? Um, but, yeah, no, I think we do owe them a little bit for that. I know not everyone likes its owing business, but, yeah, we'll, we'll have that. <laughs> we'll have that. Um, right. There's really not a lot else to cover unless any of you guys wanted to bring anything up. Don't want to don't want to mention it's it's less than two weeks now till we're gonna be sitting at Wembley. We'll be approaching half time right now.
2: That is it, it is still a moment. <laughs> still think about it. Uh, and you know, yeah. I mean, you know, I've been following the news for you know, a lot less than you guys. It must be absolutely bananas
3: for you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I haven't got my head around it at all. Like it's <laughs> I probably won't until I get there, to be honest. <laughs>
0: It's bananas for poor Rosie, who has been like indoctrinated with everything I say. Is so I'm making her sing K Sarah Sarah or oh, we're going to Wembley. <laughs> poor child's only four years old. <laughs> I'm sure her teacher's going to say something at school and she's going to have a little trigger moment where she goes Sarah Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been teaching her every time someone says K to go Sarah Sarah.
2: <laughs> as, as I say, it will be nice actually to go to Wembley, which isn't got 80,000 people in it. It'd be nice to go there when there's about 20, 30,000 in there.
0: No, we, 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 we're going to bring more than that anyway. Um, <laughs> I think I think we I don't think the club's actually pushed it much yet with with the sales and there, there certainly hasn't been any kind of big publicity about right come on come and support hmm. the, the club and we've already eleven, twelve thousand 12,000 tickets we only bought f- just under 15 in the first bit so I think we'll um, there'll be some pushing coming up in the next few weeks so we we'll hmm. ho- hopefully get 20,000 ourselves and Rotherham again it's a lot further for them to come yeah, yeah. being yeah, Bruce- so, yeah, do we. You don't want to come all that way on a Sunday just to be disappointed, do you? So, it <laughs> probably won't bring many. <laughs> uh, but thank you for your time, gents. Um, I will finish it off here. There is the interview with Tommy from Olden coming up in two seconds. Um, if you don't want to hear it, you'll have to listen to the podcast because I'm not going to play it for you now. Uh, so, um, I will see you all soon. Um, enjoy the trip to Olden, Johnny. Um, Cheers, mate. And bring back three points. And let's not leave it another 1,500 days so I'll have you back on <laughs> and thanks again to you too Paul cheers gents thank cheers, you and as mentioned here's the interview that I had with Tommy the Oldham fan from earlier on today and joining me back now is Tommy who is our Oldham fan who we had on a few weeks ago before our um it was a real well rearranged cancelled game i think it was a covid um delay yeah, a from, from from january um obviously at that point we were we were kind of we were flying and you guys weren't doing so great. And then um, it came called off. So that was a almost guaranteed three points that that I was hoping for. That was a that that day to be fair. I said I actually fancied to beat you. And then um, you guys um, have have got that definite new manager bounce for a little while. Um, So I remember obviously at the time things, things weren't great. And I know things have changed ever so slightly since since the last couple of weeks um, but how was how that to, to, to get um, done sharing them back
1: right well I'll take it back to when the game was called off we had a game with you called off and a game with Orient obviously I told you the problems about we've had with ease only coming in 2017 18 we've had relegation numerous sackings plays not being paid issues with an stand, pensions weren't paid just got to an old test Went to Harry away, and I swear to God, I've never come out of a game so deflated. We were absolutely awful, bad. We didn't look like it looked like Leathermen just kicking a ball for the sake of it. They didn't look like footballers. Now, John Sheridan's name had been mentioned, and I think I said on your podcast at the time, I didn't think he'd come back. Within two hours of the game being called off, Sheridan was announced as a new manager, instant return, he was working for free. With immediate effect, there was a bounce.
0: Yeah. I went and
1: bought a season ticket. That Rochdale game, people went, oh, it's a big crowd because it was Rochdale. <coughs> it wasn't just because it was Rochdale. Sheridan come back. Basically, I've seen fans there i have not seen for three or four years. On the same week, the owners have announced that they've put the pub up for sale. Mm-hmm. So it's like win-win for us. Also, oh, the first game of Rochdale, he's come in Rochdale is coming. we got a draw. We then went to four away and got a big fire to win. The away end was absolutely bouncing when we scored. F1, apart from me, we are on the pitch. And then we played Bristol Rovers at home. Again, one of the best home performances I'd seen that season. We yeah. won two, it should have been three-one. We had a perf- well, goal that went over the line that weren't given. That's why we need to AR in League 2 for that one-day <laughs> game. Then we went to Newport, away and into the fair Newport of what the best team I've seen this year, other than Swindon earlier in the season. They took the lead earlier on. We got a goal back. Again, they made it 2-1. We got it back to 2-2 and let late goal in, but we battled really hard. Beat Bradford at home, another great game. Then played Colchester away. Again, yeah. the first half, we're looking really decent. And there, we just looked out of sorts. Thought was it down to too many games. We got a draw at Crawley. I still think at 2-2, if we brought young Carrie Thorne on, would have snatched the winner because basically we rattled them. Since mm. then we've not won a game we lost to Carlisle <clears> Well, I've got some good mates with Carlisle and we're desperate for neither of us to go down. Again, they've now had the new manager yeah. Then we played Swindon who hates Sheridan with a passion They blame him for the court. Yes. I saw yeah. all the tweets last week and I love nothing more than talking, debating with away fans. I just turn around and couldn't be bothered. After the Bradford yeah. game Sheridan did a QA and and I actually put the fidget on. And he's got like a hero's welcome. And the video went viral. And it must've had over some, like 10,000 views on it. The majority of the comments were Swindon comments. <laughs> so, um, apparently it's Swindon, I didn't go to Swindon or Walsall. We didn't, again, we didn't play too well. Mm. Referee's decisions went against us. And like with Carlisle, we let a very sloppy late goal in from the set piece. Walsall, we got, we took, we got, to get, got back in it. Again, second half there enough in there. Yesterday, what I'm seeing is a group of players. Sheridan cannot be blamed for it. He's inherited this squad. We yeah. fund up, we needed a striker, he's got injured. Torquies, mm-hmm. his medical wasn't he was shut through. He brought Tolk back, who I don't think thing too bad. He hadn't kicked a ball for two years. And I feel for Sheridan because you can tell he's got a team of players, he wants them to play football. Mm. He's now. He doesn't want to play the kids who said that, but I think he needs to. We need to look. The goals have dried up. We're on the bare bones. we brought a young lad called Will Sutton, who'd been on loan. I think it was Father Celtic in the Unicorn League. <clears throat> He's coming for two years. He's not looked too bad. But without Piergiani and Miguel at the back, we stay. The central defence looks weak. Fage is not a football that we need to basically get rid of him as soon as we can. We've been saying that for years, but... <clears throat> And it's like people say, well, Stobbs ain't good enough. Hopcott ain't good enough. In the end of the day, we've only got what we can and we need to utilise these players. Now, Stevenage have sat their manager and have called their game off mm. as well. So it's not looking too good. My worry is, and I said this last on the podcast, our last game of the season is Crawley at home. Yep. Four games before that is Northampton, Forest Green, Solford and Tramier. Yes. We, I was hoping by now also... <clears throat> Damn you, Forest, Fiegan, Green bastards. I wanted them to win every game and be promoted <laughs> and be champions by the time we play them. I'd hate to be there needing to get something while then knowing they needed to win the league. Mm. Us and Tramir have a rivalry. They don't like us. We don't like them. They celebrate, We celebrated with them getting relegated. And if we are going to get relegated, I'd rather be down by the time we play them. I'd hate for them to relegate us, but I'd love it to stop them from getting promoted as well. <laughs> Although, to be fair, there's quite a few Chinese fans I know who was with our... Yeah, no. <coughs> or,
0: uh, yeah there's, there's there's two sides, obviously. We take yeah. great delight in, in, in others' misery, but we only want that misery to be fairly temporary. I mean,
1: well, this is the thing. It's <coughs> like I was saying to a Rochdale fan, they did the protest, they did a walk in support of us, and they've got their own problems. And it'd be good when we're sorted, and they're sorted, and we can get back to calling each other's wankers.
3: Yeah, because absolutely.
1: We all yeah. Love, 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 in football, and at the end of the day, we've seen what's happened to Billy. We've seen what's happened to Macklesfield. We don't mm-hmm. want to see any club go out of business.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't very popular when um, we had a, a few years ago a, a great rivalry with Carl Shulton. There are l- l- yeah, and Carl names. Shulton, <clears throat> and. Um, they got taken over by some guy who was a bit, of a, a bit of a dick and he ended up putting himself in charge of the team and all sorts of other things. And at first, it's very, very funny. I I, I, I admit, it's yeah. hilarious. It's great. But it gets to a little point where you're like, actually, I, I'd like a strong rival close by because yeah. we don't really have that anymore. Um, obviously, I don't want them to do well, but I'd like them to be see, slightly Olsen. worse. Our <laughs> rivalries are weird. You see, yeah.
1: mostly at the moment, we've had Rochdale in the league for a good few years now. Yeah, up until, I think it was about 2009 in the League Cup, we hadn't played them in a competitive game for nearly 30-odd years. Yeah. We got promoted and they were bottom of the league. I think they got re-elected and didn't get promoted for so many years. So mm. I've grown up with things with Blackburn, Bolton, obviously with no one like United or City, where we are as well. So that's why Tremé's become quite a bit of a... Othersfield was a bit of a one at the time, Wigan mm. to a lesser extent. So what it's done with the Rochdale now, it's picked up in the last few years. Also, the younger fans as well because they've got mates social media's played its part yeah, awesome. a lot of Rochdale fans still tell me they dislike <laughs> Burnley or Barry more, but on the subject of owners, we have had a guy who's linked with taking over, was called Chris Lees and the just mm-hmm. put a statement out and he was interviewed in the paper, now things have started to come out about him, he was on Strictly Come Dancing under a different name he's big on Bitcoin, which was a bit wary, and mm-hmm. they found a lot of Red flags about him, which is we're thinking, is he the right guy? He says he's an Oldham fan, but he's been a broad fit. He turned up to a week and he's Bentley at, at the ground. To be fair, he's been all on Twitter talking, asking questions, but a few things that don't quite add yeah. up. Yeah, add to the fact that the guy I'm not going to name him, he's come back behind the scenes at the club. He's always been an idiot. He's spouting off on Twitter. And I'm wondering, with him and Mo being back at the club, as that morale affects the players. Yeah, they can't be blamed for the players on the pitch in the day. Missing penalties, conceding late goals. That's the players at the end of the day. But it doesn't help when there's that stench of negativity around.
0: Yeah, I mean, it'll be a little bit of, as I say, you get the bounce, you have the news about the, the sale. And so people are kind of going, well, actually, things are changing. Things are good. So you're going up. I'm and then you're saying, like, have we peaked a bit too soon on the Sheridan? Yeah. Um, yes. Don't
1: get me wrong, I'll take <laughs> that. Because although... It's not a big the last few games. It's better than what I saw at Harrogate, where oh, yeah. we were playing from the back. We weren't shooting. We weren't scoring. At least now we've got a little bits of, but we need to get the goals back. We need to find how what we did against Bristol, Rose and Bradford. We need to do that again. We need to think mm. right then. But Dylan Bahambula, who is our star last year, just doesn't look the sort of player. And again, I'm going to get stick for this 4 4 2, name who I thought was our best player. Now, Harry Thorne's been our best player this season, but our best player to me should be Dylan Bahambula. He's got the tricks, he's got the ability, but he's not doing it at the moment. And on the note, I named Dean Buzanis in the five best players in League 2 this year. Oh, did you? <laughs> he's still a legend for me at all, but I didn't want to name, I could have named five Forest Green players. Yeah. I, put, I think it was um, Matt J, I put Stevens in from them, I put Peter Clark in, I definitely put Buzanis in, but you're having a great season yourselves, yeah. And um, this yeah. is what me and my friend were saying you've not come into the football league, as money bags like some clubs, you've done it the hard, the old fashioned way.
0: Yeah.
1: I was listening to a podcast the day, and he said, Was it midweek? Was it your fitness coach, or you had to have two goalkeepers on the bench because you've had all yeah. the injuries,
0: aren't you? At the moment, yeah. So, when we played Walsall a couple of weeks ago, uh, last week, uh, they're coming thick and fast now, um, we had a Omar Baguil playing in midfield. He's a striker. Um, we had to recall someone who'd been at Tombridge Angels um, to play in midfield. We had um, second choice, not second choice, but he's been second choice this season. Left back. Um, we had to have the, the 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 goalkeeper we signed in January. He's so a forty-one-year-old cover goalkeeper playing, um, and we had a winger playing up front. And on our bench, on against Walsall, we had four players, one of which was. Um, fitness coach, then there was a um a goalkeeper who had recently been on loan lower down the leagues again and an eighteen year old academy kid and then one player who's been sort of on the on the edges of the first team.
1: So it shows what a good result for you yesterday was because yeah, so, I was looking yeah. at the odds we're trying to, be next to, to be, you it was like I thought they'd be odds on and didn't so it shows obviously you've got to Wembley now as well. Yeah so like, he's saying oh, um, what would something from rather of Wembley or promotion. And I this is one of my pet hates in football. Why can't teams try and win both? Now they yeah. fight the Premier League or we can't win the Premier League Champions League. The squads they've got and this is where Fergie did it. You try and win every game you can and all that what yeah
0: this is this is what Matt does is he he tends to look at the next game. And he yeah. tends to at the final whistle obviously they'll have a look back but that that's gone now. We don't need to worry about the game that's just played. And yes we have got Wembley in a couple of weeks but he's kind of stopping almost any talk about Wembley going, no, no, we've got this game next, this game next. And um, it, it, it works really, really well because it's just, you're just looking at winning a game of football. You're not looking at winning this one or that one or could we take a draw here? It's like, no. Because when you played Wigan, is... I thought, Do you know what? You've had a good cup run. And although <laughs> Wigan,
1: it's not their priority, I still thought, you know what? So you're going to try it. And again, I've I'm shuffed in press week because Wigan hammered us in that competition. And again, I think that was, it was just before we should have played you. It was yeah. a game actually and we said we didn't think they'd take it seriously. He absolutely annihilated yeah. it.
2: because we were missing
1: well, players for that game. So it we shows sure. how cool
0: Salim was when he was in charge. Yeah, we weren't sure what we, they were yeah. going to do. Um, and obviously they work in different circles to us, so we didn't a lot of us didn't really know what the team when the team came out, we're like, Well, I know James McLean, but I don't know many of the others. And um a lot of Wigan fans were like, oh, Okay, that's a strong team, we're gonna win this. So when we actually won on penalties, it was a bit like oh my God, <laughs> how on earth did See, we I do think, this? Like I said, like I look at your club and I look,
1: you've not got like a goal-scoring double figures, but no. what you've got is a team of players that are scoring. Because yeah. like yeah. people say to me about strikers, I'm, I'm a bit of a traditionalist old-fashioned guy. I think me a good striker bangs a minimum of 15 a season. I don't like this old, he's only scored 10 in 46 like, games. Mm. That's a poor return. If you look at Fulham, you've got Mitrovic, you look at the teams at the top of the league, they've got regular, consistent goal, but if you've mm. got a team of players scoring, then it's not a bad thing. Like we had last no. year, we had McKerny and on and Bahambula getting the goals and McCall out later on. Where this year, literally apart from Kieler Dunn,
0: that's yeah. been it, basically. Yeah. When they spread out a bit, you, you can have it that someone's not having a great game because there's others that will pick up the slack a little bit. So um, you're not relying on the one person because if you, if you rely on the one... I'm impressed with Newport because
1: yeah. they weren't, and it's not just this year. I've said it before. He seems to be throw balls in out wide. They bombard it with crosses. They shoot from outside the area. It's like Telfer. Mm. It reminds me a little bit of Insagi. He's a poacher. Doesn't do a lot of work. He's in the right place at the right yeah, time. Absolutely. And sometimes you need a striker like that. Alan. One thing with the chair is he started to get the better out of Alan Pul. And I remember earlier the share watching him, and he was doing a hard work. And I said, "What he needs is someone alongside him to poach a goal and let him do the hard mm. that little." what you call a little shitting school where you've done all the work and he wants someone like that. And yeah. I give, like yesterday, it was hard. I looked at the game and still debating who my man and the match was because it's hard to pull one yeah. out, really. But there has been some improvements. It's, I'm still, if this had been slim, would have been down and dead and buried. But on the yeah. shed, it's just we've got to get results now from you, Oren, again, who's changed the manager. Stevenage, they're our next three games and they will define yeah, our
0: season. It's, it's getting to the results stage of the, of the, of the season. You don't, How you play doesn't really make an awful lot of difference now. It's just grinding out those... those, those results rules. in plans. Yeah. And that's <clears> what <throat> Evans is a master of. Just getting, being a bully and having <clears> a bully.
1: <throat> teams go... Like, yeah. I won't say do anything special to me. They never stepped up a gear. But mm. They came to score one and sit back and to be fair, they moved the ball about well. And when they got the second goal late on, normally other teams would have just kept that ball in the corner and wasted time. They went mm. and killed the game off.
0: Yeah. So moving on to, to Tuesday night, what, what what do you what do you reckon? Um I mean for us it's about counting bodies to see who's available. Um, right.
1: Well, we are in a similar boat ourselves. I'm just having a look now at just what players we had missing. Because we've got obviously suspensions now. We missed Piagiani today. Miguel is out injured. So I'm just looking at our lineup yesterday and we have on in a way, like Missalou didn't start yesterday. And I hope it will start him to on Tuesday. But it's like you, it's a case of it's gonna be I can see it being a scrappy game. Yeah. Really. It's like that's must be one of the fancy if we're struggling for bodies, so are mm-hmm. you. That's yeah. the thing. Maybe, I wonder if that's why he had Bahambula on the bench, he didn't bring Thorne on, he left in this What's he thinking? Let's can he get a draw today and I, we can go out against Sutton, all firing cylinders. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. Don't
0: yeah. work on you. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> excellent. Well, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to talk to you and genuinely hope I get to do well. In one way I want to do it next season, but another way I'm not sure because if we can go up, you can stay where you are, we go up. But um <laughs> doesn't matter, like they have actually listened to a couple of your episodes yeah. now. So like I <laughs>
1: said, I wish you apart from choosing that, I do wish you for the best for Wembley <laughs> and yeah. good luck to you as um in the league. Yeah. It's Thank nice it's a tight race up there. We'll do our bit because we need
0: points. Absolutely. Yeah. No. I mean it is it is really tight. When we kicked off against Wigan, we were second. And yesterday I think we we so we've lost. Lost two games and drawn one. And um, we're now down to ninth, I think we are. I think you're um, seventh when I was before. Uh, yeah. Are we up to the seventh? Am I well, to no, that no, we're ninth, no, we're ninth. Are you ninth? Right. Yeah. We were at some stage a little bit higher oh, yeah. than that yesterday. We were, part
1: we're the seventh part
0: there. I yeah. 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 Um, but thank you for your time again. Yeah, Good luck no for the rest of the season. And um, I hope that sort of the rebounce comes again, um, obviously after Tuesday. Um, I'm hoping so, myself. Okay, till that Mike. All right, take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. And that's it for another episode of Sutton United Talk Time so on Podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, please do drop us a line on any of the social medias at Sutton Podcast or to my email, which is mike@suttonpodcast.com. If you want to be in, on any of the shows, give us a shout-out. I did have someone say yesterday that I should get someone on the show, but, yeah, just drop me an email and we'll get you on at some point in the season or close season or even next season. If you get a chance please review the podcast on any of the, the platforms um, it does help me apparently I don't know how yet but apparently it does Once again thanks for listening and we'll see you soon take care bye bye
1: Sport Social Podcast Network